Amen. You love him this morning. Amen. I'm so thankful that when no one else loved me, he loved me. When no one else cared, he cared. When no one else would die for me, he died for me. I tell you, if we were worth dying for, then I believe he's worth living for. You believe that this morning? If we were worth him giving his life for us, then I believe he is worth living for. Don't you thank the Lord for the love of God? Paul said, what can separate us from the love of God? I thank the Lord for that this morning, don't you? Amen. Are you happy to be a Christian? Are you happy to be here? Are you enjoying these meetings? I tell you, man, the devil in hell must be nervous. <laughs> Amen. All, all of these believers gathered together in one place in a Holy Ghost atmosphere where all things are possible. Hell must be nervous right now. Amen. But that don't bother us. We've come for, for deliverance. We've come for joy. We've come for victory. Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. If you have your Bibles, we'll go straight to the Word. I, I don't want to hold you too long this morning. I sure don't want to be a uh, Pharaoh preacher and not let God's people go. Uh, so I'll, I'll uh, get straight to the, to the Word this morning. But we greet you this morning in the name of the Lord. The book of John, chapter number 11 and verse number 32. And my, wasn't that just a masterpiece last night? I tell you the... The word of the Lord was so real and so rich and uh, so true. Amen. I say this morning, I want to surrender everything I am to him. Amen. Amen. I'll say this. uh, Having uh, Brother Donnie, having been my first pastor and growing up under him, I've learned a few things about him. And there's one thing I know this morning that there's some words that he says the devil hates. And those words are, I was up early this morning before daylight and the Lord spoke to my heart. (laughs) The devil hates those words. (laughs) He knows when he hears those words, he's in for a black eye. Amen. Amen. That's one thing the devil don't want you to do is surrender your heart to the Lord. I tell you, if anything could have been preached was surrender our heart to him. Amen. I thank the Lord for that that masterpiece last night. I can say it changed my life. What about you? Amen. Amen. We sure, sure appreciated that, Brother Donnie. God bless you. St. John chapter 11 and verse number 32. The Bible says... Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping with which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have ye laid him? And they said unto him, Lord, come and see. In verse number 35, And Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? And Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave, for it was a cave and a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, By this time he stinketh, for he that been dead, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. How many will believe this morning you're going to see the glory of God? And I know that thou hearest 
verse 41, then they took away the stone from the place which the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he quietly, with a very quiet voice, said, Is that not what he said? When he cried with a loud voice, he wanted Lazarus to hear what he had to say. He didn't just say come forth, but he personally identified Lazarus. Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth. Notice how he came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto him, Loose him and let him go. Let's read that last line together. Loose him and let him go. Let's bow our hearts together as we humble our spirits in his presence this morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning as your believing children. And Lord, we are indeed grateful to be called your children this morning. Lord, there's many things that the world would love to call us, many things the world would love to put upon us. But Lord, to have the Holy Ghost inside of our soul and to bear that token, Lord, and to have the identification as a child of the living God, there is no greater title, there is no greater, Lord, ability or anything that we could attribute our lives to than the ability of Jesus Christ. And as we've gathered here this morning, Lord, I know as these meetings have been going, Lord, the Spirit of the Lord has been moving. I know that the devil is getting madder and madder and madder every service. But, Lord, we come here this morning to announce to the devil, devil, it's over. We come here this morning to tell the devil, you cannot control us any longer. We have come this morning to surrender everything we are to see the glory of the Lord come in this building and reveal itself, Lord. Maybe if there would be one here this morning, dear God, that has not been able to enter in, Lord, or has not been able to push beyond doubt, push beyond unbelief, Lord, push beyond the, the cares of this life, Lord. I pray this morning, dear God, that the Holy Ghost would go directly to him as the word is being preached. And, oh, God, may you melt that hard heart, Lord. May you break up the ground in that soul, Lord, that the word seed could fall in there, dear God. And, Lord, it would change that heart forever, dear God. I pray you would move among us in a special way this morning. And, Lord, whatever would be accomplished in this meeting today, dear God, we'll be sure to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. For we ask these things in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. And all the believers said... Amen. God bless you as you may have your seats. Amen. For for a few moments, I want to, by the help of the Lord, to speak to you here uh, upon this thought. If the Lord would help us, I would like to title it, Loose Them and Let Them Go. Loose Them and Let Them Go. I think those are powerful words, and I just want to say that I believe the Lord has been ordaining every message in this meeting. I believe the Lord has been orchestrating and lining up thoughts just the way he can. And I shared this with Brother Donnie that where he left off last night was actually my opening statement or opening quote, the very same quote. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it if that's okay. 
Brother Bam said, how many ministers could God use this morning if they would only let God bind them with his word and with his power and notice and loose them from the strength of them denominations and organizations? How many sincere people in this city this morning that goes to these great organization churches and how many could he feel with the Holy Ghost and set this country afire with the gospel and the power if they would only take and loose themselves from the power that they have been bound by and be bound by his spirit to be as Paul was a love slave to God. God took Paul and made a slave out of him, bound him to himself, sent him to the Gentiles, which he hated. But you see, he had to be loosed. Somebody say loosed. loosed. He had to be loosed from his ecclesiastical power to be bound to the power of God. He had to lose his strength and become weak and nothing in order to receive the strength of God, to be bound to God, to do what God wanted to tell him to do. That's what we have to do today. That's what we need. Every man need is a loss of himself, is a loss of his ability, a loss of what he is, that he might have a complete yielding to the Holy Spirit. The housewife needs that. The schoolboy needs that. Even our little children needs that. Now, uh, we're not here this morning with a bunch of babies. We're not here this morning morning a man is a bunch of people that don't know what's going on we know amen the hour that we're living in we know the time that we're living in we know the season that we're living in and we know that we're not living in just any kind of an age but we're living in the greatest age of deception amen that has ever been known on the face of the earth the prophet of God said if I could have stood back and the Lord would have showed me seven ages of all the from Ephesus all the way under Laodicea he said I would have looked at those ages and the Lord would have said which age do you want to live in? He said, I would have chosen Laodicea. Now, why would he choose Laodicea when it's going to be, amen, the most deceptive age? It's not just going to be a sinful age of deception, but it's going to be a religious deception. It's going to be a deception where the prophet of God said, people is going to come to church, amen, and they're going to think they're doing okay. They're going to think they're living right, amen, but they're deceived. It's an age of deception. Do you realize this morning, amen, if you've got the least bit of conscience, in your body. If you've got, amen, the least bit of check inside of your soul that when you do something wrong, something raises up on the inside of you and says you should not have done that. That's not right. Do you realize how blessed you are this morning? You're living in a world where people, amen, can go out and kill and it don't even affect them. They can go out and murder someone and it don't even affect them because amen, their conscience has been seared by the God of this evil age. Brother, if the devil has seared their conscience, amen, if the devil has bound them in sin, bound them in deception, bound them in man's lies. And I believe this morning that there is a God that is in this building. I believe there is a young person that's in this building this morning that if the devil can sear their conscience, I believe the Holy Ghost can seal your soul. If the devil can sear them, if the devil can bind them, if the devil can hold them, then I believe the Holy Ghost can come in here this morning and can set you free from every ecclesiastical power can set you free from every denominational spirit. Listen, young people, I didn't come to preach about something a million miles away. Let's face facts. You're not just fighting cigarettes. You're not just fighting lust and pornography. Amen. You're fighting man's interpretation.
limitations around this message. You're fighting spirits that says you can't, amen, shout no more. You're fighting spirits that says the devil is, is, is too big and, and he's going to overcome the church. You're fighting spirits of preachers getting in the pulpit and saying, we can't quote Brother Branham no more and we can't listen to tapes, but you're looking at one young man this morning that's just young, dumb, and stupid enough to say, I don't care what the devil says. I'm not going to be bound by his ecclesiastical power. I'm not going to be bound by some man's interpretation. You say, Brother Andrew, I don't know if I can believe this message. Yes, you can. Amen. Because Jesus Christ sent this message unto you. Brother, it's not the tape that's going to bind you. The tape will never bind you. What's going to bind you is what a man thought about was said on the tape. Come on, church. Amen. But this morning, I didn't come to preach my ideas. I didn't come to preach my abilities. I come to preach that the same God that loosed Lazarus is the same God in this meeting this morning that is desiring to loose you. I, I was uh, I was listening to the tape works as faith expressed. Now, amen, this quote is, uh, we can all quote it from memory. We know this story. Uh, it's a very familiar saying in the message. But I begin to read it. I just want to take time and read this dream to you. Remember, it says, now this is only a dream. He said, I walked over this way and I seen a brother, Brother Roy Borders, a very good friend of mine. He lives in California. Looks like there's something wrong. His eyes was half closed. Maybe cancer or something over his eyes. Someone was trying to pull me away from him and I screamed, Brother Borders, in the name of the Lord Jesus, snap out of it. And he could just barely speak. I said, he was saying, Brother Branham, it'll have to take something more than this. I just can't grasp it. Brother Branham, I just can't grasp it. I said, oh, Brother Borders. He said, I love him. And someone pulled me away. And I looked. It was a lady standing over here that when I was a little boy, I used to haul groceries from the store to the people's. And her name was Miss Fenton. She lives in Jeffersonville, yet a personal friend of the wife and I. And she said, Brother Branham, deliver us from this. Said, this is a house of hell. Now, we all know that. He said, this is a house of hell. Said, you've been misunderstood. Said, you've been misunderstood by these people. These are fine people. And I looked over there in a great big cellar or big walls down beneath a great big cave, great iron barns and or bars and eight or ten inches of thick bars. He said, people out of, out of their mind, twisted arms, legs, beating their head like that. And she was crying, saying, amen, deliver the people. Brother Branham, deliver the people. Said, help us. We are in trouble. She herself, I know her. She belongs to the church of Christ. I looked around. I said, I wish I could. And go on looking around in my little bitty body and them great big iron bars those poor people in there and you couldn't get to them them iron bars was sitting close together and I looked and they were beating their head like they were out of their mind and I seen some lights flickering around in there and I looked up and there stood the Lord Jesus aren't you thankful that the Lord Jesus is standing in this building this morning amen with a light of rainbow around him and was looking right straight to me and said deliver those people and he went away and I thought well how could I deliver them? I haven't got enough strength in my arms to break the bars. So I said, house of hell, give way in the name of Jesus Christ. He did not say house of hell, give way in the name of William Branham. He did not say house of hell, give way in the name of the Father or in the name of the Son or in the name of the Holy Ghost. He said house of hell, give way in the 
name of Jesus Christ. And I said that and he said all the creaking. Now brother, sister, you tell me there ain't no noise when deliverance comes in the building. When the prophet stood there and said house of hell give way to the name of Jesus. The walls begin creaking and popping and the rocks went to rocking and a rolling. Oh, they don't like that. Amen. When Brother Adam said, house of hell, give way to the name of Jesus, he said the bars went to creaking. He said the walls went to popping. He said it went to rocking and a rolling in there. That's a direct quote. And bars are falling and people sitting there with their arms folded and saying, my, how pretty. No. And people running and screaming. But notice what they were screaming. They were screaming, delivered. They were screaming delivered and screaming at the top of their voice. He said, and every one of them was all delivered. Oh, and I was screaming then myself, brother. I'll tell you what, you know what we're shouting about is we've experienced the law of contrast. You wonder why a man that is healed shouts is because he knows what it's like to be sick. You wonder why a man that's been saved acts the way he acts is because he knows what it's like to be lost. And brother, is there anybody in here they can witness I know what it's like to be pound but oh I know what it's like to be set free and there ain't no devil going to bind me in the chains and the bars and the strongholds if Jesus Christ has made you free then you are free indeed what devil amen can defeat the name of Jesus Christ what sickness this morning can defeat the name of Jesus Christ what depression can defeat the name of Jesus Christ you say brother Andrew there's a lot of oppression there may be a lot of oppression but there's a mighty army raising up this morning. There is a mighty Gentile army raising up that's not going to bow to the oppression but they're going to push back against the oppression. He said and I began screaming. Now this is what I love. Brother says I was screaming Brother Roy Borders where are you? Where are you? God is delivering his people. God is delivering his people. Let's just all say that together. God is delivering his people. Brother Borders, where are you? God is delivering his people. Brother Bram was showing him, it's not me doing this. I don't have the power to do this, but he, the Lord, has done this. And I say the name of Jesus Christ this morning is the most powerful name. Amen. That can cross your lips. The name of Jesus this morning is the most powerful name that has ever been mentioned in the heavens, Brother Craig, that's ever been mentioned upon the earth, even the demons in hell this morning are trembling at the mention of the name Jesus Christ. Paul would say, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, amen, and the Father by him. Brother Bram, speaking of Moses one time, he said, you know, they said, bring them out here, bring them out here, and God said, speak to that rock, and it'll bring forth its water. Now he took first and smote the rock with a rod, and when he smote that rock, the rod was God's judgment rod. It wasn't a rod of Moses. It was God held Moses in his hand. And what the rod was in Moses' hand is Jesus' name in the church today. He said, that's right. That's the truth, brother. If those Egyptians could have ever got that rod out of his hand, he was powerless. He said, if they can ever take the name of Jesus away from the church and get you away, you'll go out and blaspheme it. And make fun of it and everything else and try to come in and pray in it. He said, you can't do that. You've got to keep the name of Jesus sacred. 
Now, I just want to tell the devil this morning that he has successfully succeeded in taking the name of Jesus out of schools. He has successfully succeeded in taking the name of Jesus off the courthouse walls. He successfully succeeded in taking the name of Jesus out of many things. But I want the devil to know there is one place he is not going to take the name of Jesus out. He is not going to take the name of the Lord Jesus Christ out of the church of the living God. Brother, it's the name of Jesus that we're saved by. It's the name of Jesus that we're healed by. It's the name of Jesus that we're delivered by. It's the name of Jesus that we preach in. It's the name of Jesus that we pray in. It's the name of Jesus that we dance in. It's the name of Jesus. I wish somebody helped me preach this morning. It's the name of Jesus that we shout in. Brother, there's no greater name that you could shout in this building this morning than the name of Jesus. Would there be somebody who would open up your mouth and just say Jesus? Jesus. When you start talking about him, he starts coming near. Amen. When you start talking about him, he starts coming near. When you start praising him, he starts coming near. When you start worshiping him, he starts coming near. When you start singing in his name, he starts sending streets of the Shekinah glory through the building. And all of a sudden, people that was bound becomes free in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Brother, sister, the same God that can set you free right now in the moment in the twinkle of an eye is the same God that some morning between about six and nine is going to set you free. Amen. He's not going to set you free. Amen. To go faithfully out of sea again. But he's going to set you free from this body of corruption. He's going to set you free from this mortal realm. Oh, come on, church. What is that I hear? I hear God delivered his people. I hear the sound of deliverance. I hear the sound of freedom. I hear the sound of victory. I hear the shout of the king in the camp this morning. That's not a cliche. That is a reality this morning. That the shout of the king has come down and the glory of the Lord has filled his house. Brother, the shout of the king is real this morning. God is delivering his people. You see, we are witnesses of the great delivering power of Almighty God. Can I get a witness? If not, then may God make you a witness before this service and this meeting is dismissed this weekend. May God make you a witness. We don't need another quoter. We live in a generation where they say, whatever you need, I got an app for that. Message folks say, I got a quote for that. We don't need another quoter. We, we don't need, amen, somebody that can say all the right words. We need somebody who is full of the Holy Ghost. We need a young person that when the devil meets you on Monday morning, the devil don't say, oh, this is going to be easy. But the devil says, this is going to be hard. See, if you're not a witness, then the prophet of God said, oh, Father, thank you this morning for this grand time of coming together again and to open up the word of the Lord. Lay it here before us. And with prayer now, do you realize, young people, you're not the generation of a closed book. 
You are the generation of an open book. You're not the generation of somebody that is presuming about what God said. You are a generation this morning that can know beyond the shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is still real and he's still here. See, and the Holy Spirit will take that which God is and will deliver it to us that we might leave this place of worship today with happy hearts and full of joy and see your great power of deliverance. Lord, how it delivers the captive and sets him free and makes known to us the things that was, the things that is, and the things which shall be. He said, and we just thank thee for these things. So this morning I want to say I'm not preaching on the power that is powerless. I'm preaching on the omnipotent power that is here to deliver us all. And you realize right now when you start preaching on the delivering power of God, it actually makes the devil nervous. Amen. You realize that the devil right now in hell is getting nervous. You say, how can you say that? Because David said, blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. He says, now watch the devil's power is a limited power. He says his power comes down down to the river he said but his power can't cross the river go over to God I'm trying to behave the devil's power brother Brad comes down to the river that's as far as his power can go but do you realize the power of God the power of God did not just bring Israel to the Red Sea but the power of God went all the way back to the mud pits of Laodicea the power of God went all the way back to the slave Egyptian taskmasters in Egypt and got a hold of those people and pulled them from the slave pits pulled them through the wilderness and pulled them to the Red Sea and they get to the Red Sea and the devil is right behind them they come right up to the Red Sea and the devil is right behind them and they're standing at the Red Sea and the Red Sea is closed and they're wondering, oh Lord, how are we going to get over? But a prophet said, one of the greatest joys of my life is when I can't see around it and I can't see under it and I can't see over it and I don't know how I'm going to get through it. He said, I just stand there and start worshiping the Lord knowing that he'll make a way through it. Brother, sister, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'll tell you, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it's going to happen this morning. I don't know how scars are going to leave lives this morning, but I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the same God, amen, that delivered Rahab is the same God that's going to deliver a young girl here this morning. The same God that anointed Samson is the same God that's going to anoint a young man this morning and put a word, put a sword, put something in his hand I don't know how it's going to happen I just know it's going to happen shake somebody's hand and say I just know it's going to happen don't know how it's going to happen I just know it's going to happen brother they come to the Red Sea they're standing there Pharaoh's army is breathing on their back they can feel the hounds of hell breathing against the army of the living God What are we going to do? Are we going to be consumed? Are we going to be destroyed? No, sir. We're just going to praise him in the storm. We're just going to worship him. We're just going to rejoice. And the prophet of God said that God got angry and looked through that pillar of fire. And he come down there and he blowed one side back. 
and he blowed the other side back. And Israel began to cross the land on dry ground. They began to cross the Red Sea on dry ground and they got on the other side. And that old devil thought, you know what? If they can cross, then so can I. And you know what the devil did? He said, come on, let's go on down there to Louisiana. But he didn't realize that the same God that peeled the waters back was the same God that could release the waters to drown their enemy. And can I tell you this morning, the same God, amen, that brought you safely here, the same God, amen, that brought you from Canada, the same God that brought you from Virginia, the same God that brought you from Texas, the same God that brought you from Tennessee is the same God that is going to destroy your enemy. Brother, you say, when I get home, I'm going to have to deal with my enemy. No, you're not, because your enemy is dead. Your enemy is dead this morning. The word of the Lord has declared your enemy is powerless. What made him powerless? I'll tell you what made him powerless. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus made the enemy powerless. The manifestation of the reality of Jesus Christ has made the enemy powerless this morning. Brother, they got on the other side. I can imagine they begin to think, is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? When that enemy was crossing, but God was delivering his people. Can you say amen? God was delivering his people. May I tell you this morning, he is still Hebrews 13 and verse 8. He is still Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still a living God. And his wonders he still performs. He still works in mysterious ways. He still does the impossible. Oh, brother, you ever heard the song, How Great Thou Art? You ever heard that song? My Lord, is your neighbor breathing? You ever heard the song, How Great Thou Art? I'm not going to try to sing it. Don't worry. I can't hit them notes. Amen. How Great Thou Art. It's a powerful song. Do you realize a prophet likened that song into an eagle? He likened that song into an eagle. He said when Junior finally got off the ground, when Junior finally got out of that earthbound realm and broke the barrier and got up in the supernatural realm, he said he was up there flying around and said he was looking back at all of those things that was trying to hinder him. And he was saying, I didn't think I would get off the ground, but how great thou art. He said he was testifying. Amen. Back to Mama Eagle, how great my God is. Brother, sister, what we need this morning is a witness is a witness. Now I'm not going to start with the young people. I'm going to start with you elders in the back. Amen. How many can stand up and say you got the Holy Ghost? Look around young people. How many can say you got the Holy Ghost? How many's had the Holy Ghost for more than 20 years? Stand on your feet. How many's had the Holy Ghost for more than 30 years? Stand on your feet. Look around young people. How many's had the Holy Ghost more than 50 years? Stand on your feet. How many's had it more than 60 More than 70. Anybody? Our brother right there. Is it a keeping power? There's a witness. 
feet right there's a witness that the devil tried to tell him the same thing but he stands here this morning and says how great my God is brother Tim was the journey always easy was it always a flowery bed of ease but here you stand this morning as a witness that God is still delivering his people brother Donnie has it always been easy here's a witness that God is more than just an emotion he is a sustainer he is a creator brother what are you preaching this for cause I want every young person under the sound of my voice not to get a Hollywood evangelism Holy Ghost not to get a lukewarm way out of see a formal sin loving devil Holy Spirit I want every young person to get the same Holy Ghost and put himself out on the upper road I want that same Holy Ghost to fill this building this morning and every young person can stand in the back like those adults and say I got it I got it the devil can't take it from me. The devil didn't give it to me. And the devil can't take it from me. The devil didn't seal me. And the devil can't kill me. I got the Holy Ghost. It's a keeping power, brother. It's a delivering power, sister. You say, Brother Andrew, what's happening? Satan hates true books. More than he hates any other book. He hates the book of Genesis. And he hates the book of Revelation. You know why? Genesis. My God, y'all about to kill me. Genesis tells you where he got started. Genesis uncovers how he got started. Revelation tells you how he's going to end. Genesis tells you how he began. Revelation tells you how he's going to end. Brother, why are you shocked? Because I've done read the back of the book. I've done read the spirit of prophecy. And the spirit of prophecy said, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Oh, come on, church. I'm not going to shout on the devil in the millennium. I'm going to shout on him this morning. I'm not going to dance on the devil. But I get the Holy Ghost in the millennium. I need the Holy Ghost right now the Holy Ghost in you right now will bring you to more than just a church member will bring you more than just a formal church member it will bring you to the stature of a perfect man brother all that was in God he poured into Christ and all that was in Christ No, he didn't pour it in that pew. He didn't pour it in this organ. He didn't pour it in this microphone. He poured it in you. Deity is not in heaven this morning. Deity is on the earth. Deity is in Dry Creek, Louisiana. The hands of God is in this building this morning. The feet of God is in this building this morning. The joy of God is in my heart this morning. You call me crazy. You call me what you want to. But make sure you call me saved. You can call me crazy. You can call me a fool. You can call me a fanatic. But make sure you call me delivered. Brother, you say, what is that I'm feeling? I'll tell you what you're feeling. You're bumping into something. You're bumping into something. Listen, I ain't no idiot. I may look like it, but I ain't. 
you touch a hot wire, you're going to know it's got power in it. And the reason some of y'all sitting there with your arms folded like you're better than everybody else. Oh, I'm going to preach. The reason you're sitting there with your arms folded calling us emotional and being critical is because you ain't touched the same wire we have. Brother, if you ever touch the same wire that Peter touched, if you ever touch the same wire, brother, it don't have one volt. Brother Tim, it don't have two volts. It's got 150 volts coming from down there. And here's a whole building full of 150 volts of religion, 150 volts of Holy Ghost power. Oh, come on, church. Why can't we just worship God? Why can't we just let our faith go this morning until the same God that raised Lazarus walks in this building this morning and free homes and freeze families and freeze young girls. Brother, you ain't got to carry that complex out of here. There's a living God. The same God that said Lazarus come forth is speaking this morning through the voice of his word. He's saying, young people, come forth this morning. Young girl, the master has come this morning and he is calling for you. He's calling your name this morning. Well, come on up a little higher. 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 Come on up above that pornography. Come on up above that homosexual spirit. Come on up above that lesbian spirit. Come on up above that sex devil. Come on up above that drug addiction. Come on up above that religious demon. Come on, church. Spread your wings this morning. You've been anointed. You've been anointed to fly. You better leave me alone right now. Brother Andrew, what are you talking about? The devil's nervous right now. Prophet of God said, let me just put a word in here for my own ministry. If you don't mind, you all know the gift in my life is supernatural. It is a gift whereby the Holy Spirit is able to discern diseases, the thoughts of men's hearts, the other hidden things that only God can know, and then reveal them to me. I wish you could stand with me and see... And see the faces of the people when Satan knows he is going to be exposed. The devil knows it right now. Brother, the devil knows right now that by the preaching of the word, it's uncovering his hiding spot. Brother, he's tried to hide in your heart, but he couldn't hide there. He tried to hide in your mind, but he couldn't hide there. He tried to hide in your family, but he couldn't hide there. He tried to hide in your home, but he couldn't hide there. Because the pillar of power is still a discerner of every thought, every intent, of every heart. And I say this morning, somebody open up the door and let the pillar of power come in this building until every secret is made known, until every sin is forgiven, until every disease is healed until every demon is defeated. The devil knows. He knows his presence. He knows his presence. Oh my, listen here. 
Now, it isn't the people I'm talking about. Brother Andrew, I can't shout till this demon, this demon leaves me. Brother Andrew, I can't rejoice till this demon leaves me. But wait a minute. You can. You can. Why do you say that? Because I've heard many, many tapes, many, many prayer lines, Brother Brown prayed, many, many prayers. But Brother Jonathan, I've never one time heard him say, Satan, take your hands off of them and let them become God's property. Before the devil put his hand on you, you was already God's property. Before the devil put his hands on your feelings, you was already God's property. Before the devil put his hands on your mind, sis, you was already God's property. Before the devil put his filthy hands upon your family, it was already God's property. Then I stand here this morning with the police of heaven called the Holy Ghost, and I say, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, take your hands off of God's property, loose them, and let them go in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, don't clap like you're clapping for me. Clap for Jesus. He's the one that deserves a praise. I didn't say it. He said it. He's the one that's in this building. He's the one that's filling these preachers' mouths. He's the one that's in these preachers' hands. He's the one that's in those counselors' words. It's Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. ain't a platform for a man. This is a platform for Jesus Christ. Brother Andrew, what is that I'm feeling? You're feeling angels. Angels are ministering spirits sent forth. Angels are ministering spirits. Brother, I'm about to explode right now. You say, Brother Andrew, you're just called up because you're preaching. No, I'm not. I'm bumping into something. I'm bumping into something more than Fox News. I'm bumping into more than something than CNN. I'm hitting an eternal signal. I'm not hitting an earthbound signal. I'm hitting a signal that came from another dimension. Do you feel the pull? Do you feel the pull? Can you feel that pull? What about it, Brother Blake? Can you feel that pull? What is that pull? It's a pull from another dimension. Why is it pulling at me? Because it's trying to bring you back to where you come from. You didn't come from Laodicea, and you ain't going to stay in Laodicea. You didn't come from hell. You ain't going back to hell. You come from Jesus Christ, and when there is no more devil, as Brother said last night, when there is no more devil, I'll still be. You see, it's angels. See, there's two types of angels. There's a major angels. There's minor angels. Prophet of God said major angels, Gabriel. He said Gabriel announced his first coming. He said Gabriel announced his second coming. Do you realize when Gabriel come and appeared to a little girl named Mary, there was priests in the temple teaching the creeds. 
and the priests, oh, I want to get in trouble. The priests were so stiff-necked. We got a lot of them around the message. Let a young person get the Holy Ghost and get on fire. They don't come back home. That's rock and roll. You better be careful, buddy. You better be careful, sis. You get to dancing like that, you might get out of control. Well, I mean, hey, we, we better be careful. Things might get out of our hands around here. Praise God, I hope they do. Because I found out a long time ago, church is a whole lot more enjoyable when things get out of our hands and get in his hands. I'm not talking about a man's hands. I'm talking about the hands that took the nails for my freedom. I'm talking about the hands that carried the cross. Brother, if he can carry the cross, he can carry you. If he can carry the cross, he can carry you, sis. These aren't weak hands. These are powerful hands. Matter of fact, your name is in those hands. Them priests were down there teaching, man. Oh, someday he shall come. Someday he shall come. That's what that pastor in John chapter 9 was teaching when that little boy got his eyesight back and come back and disturbed the whole service. He said, Brother Andrew, you're trying to make a bunch of rebellion. No, 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 no. No, don't take it there. I didn't go there. I'm talking about young people getting on fire with God and bringing a revival back to help people. That young man come in there in John chapter 9, he had been blind his whole life, but he walks in there with his eyesight. He walks in there, Brother West, with his eyesight, and that priest is up there with his arms folded, his right doxology suit on, reading his right creed book. Oh, someday the great God shall come down. He shall come from the corridors of heaven, and step down Messiah shall come someday. And here come a little boy. <laughs> Busted the door open. Come walking in and said, he's here. Now do you see why they hated William Branham? Because Oral Roberts couldn't find him. Billy Graham didn't know where he was at. A.A. Allen was too busy drinking alcohol. But William Branham stood behind the pulpit and said, He is here. He's not just coming. He's here in power. Oh, may I announce to you tonight, Church Jesus Christ is here supremely this morning. He's not here weak. He is here. Don't, don't pick fights with me about William Branham. I believe he was a prophet. Well, Brother Andrew, Brother so-and-so, yeah, but go study those men's lives, okay? Or Roberts couldn't keep his hands off of money. Come on, church. Billy Graham, he was, he did his part. Come on. A.A. Allen did his part, but had a drinking problem. Come on, friends. But William Branham showed you that a young man could be born in an unbelieving house. A young man could be born in an unbelieving house. Brother, you know what? He didn't have a pat on his back from his earthly father. He didn't have a pat on his back from his earthly mother. But the unseen hand, the unseen hand patted him on the back and said, you go stand behind that pulpit. You go around the world seven times and announce to my people, I'm here to deliver them. Eliezer, go find my bride. Eliezer, go find a wife for Isaac. They were so self-starchy. And he came in there and he said, he's here. They said, who's here? He said, the one you're talking about. Oh, no, young man, you're too young to understand that message. 
No, 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 no. Don't you listen to them tapes. They're too confusing for you. It's just the preachers need to listen to them. That's why the Catholics don't want their people reading the Bible. Come on, church. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't science. They don't want the people reading the Bible because the Bible says the very opposite of what they're saying. And that's why the devil always makes you get nervous around something right. That's why the devil always makes you get nervous about time for that prayer line. But can I stand here tonight? I know. Can I take some liberty here? I know there's a big thing. Well, we don't need prayer lines. We don't need altar calls. Well, nine times out of ten, it's because them guys don't want to stand there and labor in the prayer line to pray for the people. But you know why I believe in prayer lines? You know why I believe in prayer lines? Because as a 13-year-old boy in the year of 2009, I said about right there, desiring the Holy Ghost, desiring the Holy Ghost in my soul. And I made a little trip right around here, right around this first step, desiring the Holy Ghost. I had never been in a fast prayer line like that with all the preachers. I thought you just went up, Brother Donnie, and told him what you wanted the Lord to do for you. So in my mind, I said, Lord, I want the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. I said, that's what I'm going to tell them preachers in that prayer line. I want the Holy Ghost. As I come up these steps, got it right about there. Brother Tim, I believe it was, was standing right here. (laughs) Sorry. I get excited about this. I believe he was standing somewhere right about here. And I was going to tell him, Brother Tim, I want the Holy Ghost. But before I could even open my mouth, he laid his hand on me and said, God, give him the Holy Ghost. I'm a witness this morning. Put it on YouTube. Put it on the internet. Say what you want to about this you can. I'm a witness this morning that this is real and the Holy Ghost meets people right here. The whole way over here, all I heard was give him the Holy Ghost. Give him the Holy Ghost. See, God knew what I had need of before I even told him what I wanted. Brother, you say, Brother Andrew, you just act like this because you're a preacher. No, for the next two hours, somewhere in that room, I rolled the floor and snotted and cried and teared. But you know what? When I got up, when I got up, I wasn't no self-righteous, stiff-necked church member. There was something changed inside of me. I felt like a different person. I was in love with this word. Oh, come on, church. That God is not dead. The same God that met me is here to meet you this weekend. He can give you the Holy Ghost. He can fill you with power. He can fill you with revelation. He can fill you with supernatural. Is there anybody who will say, Lord, I want it this morning. Lord, I want it this morning. The devil hates these prayer lines. Remember, said the prayer lines are showdown. He said, "You preach the word to build the people's faith up." <laughs> Brother, I love this. You build the people's faith up to come in the prayer line and tear the devil's kingdom down. <laughs> Y'all, leave me alone. I'm drinking this morning. I don't mind telling you I'm feeling a bit drunk right now because I'm getting in the presence of a living God. 
My God still got eyes he can see. My God has still got feet he can walk. My God has still got wine he can pass around. And I'm here this morning as a witness that the same God that loosed me as a young man is here to loose you, brother. Jesus, popularity. Can I have just a few more minutes? What are you doing? I'll just torment the devil. What are you doing? The devil's just standing there saying, don't say it. 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 Please don't say it. But me and him have been around the block a few times. And I'll tell you what, it's good time when he tells you not to say it, just go ahead and say it. And right now he's trying to tell you, don't say you're free, but right now is a good time to just say, I'm free. He's trying to tell you right now, don't say you're healed, but right now is a good time just to say, by his stripes, I am healed. Right now he's trying to tell you that you're never going to leave that prison house, and your family's never going to come back together, and your church is going to be destroyed, and your revival is going to die. But as long as I've got bustles and strength in my bones and breath in my body, I'm going to stand and say, Satan is a liar. He is a liar. He is a liar. He is a liar this morning. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I say, house of hell. Give way to the name of Jesus. God has delivered his people. Jesus' popularity had grown in the community. He had become real popular. He was holding meetings and mighty things was taking place and he was living with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Brother Ham said Jesus and Lazarus were buddies. He said, but Jesus had to leave that area. He said, when Jesus left, something else come in. But what I like about this story is what come in couldn't stay. Testing, testing, one, two, testing, 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 one, two. What come in couldn't stay. What come in couldn't stay. See, because it was out of place. Death don't belong in a vessel of the Holy Ghost. He had to leave because there was a vision he had to go fill. Brother said that the theologians believe he died of a hemorrhage of his lungs. He said, we can't prove that by scripture, but that's what they believe. He said, I'm just going to throw it out there. He said, so Mary and Martha went for Jesus. And he said, Mary and Martha went to get him and he ignored them. Now, I, I just want to preach here for a minute because I think it's time to put our shoulder behind God-fearing pastors. Amen. Well, that went over like a lead balloon, but it's the truth anyhow. I believe it's time to put our shoulder behind our pastors. You say, Brother Andrew, what are you talking about? I just want to share this with you. I, I, I forgot it. I meant to tell you when I got up, but I bring you greetings from, our, greetings from our church at home. Our pastor, Brother Roy Shrewsbury, and all the folks who spoken word tabernacle said to bring their greetings. Brother Roy said, Brother Andrew, I'll be praying for those meetings. Brother Roy Shrewsbury is 94 years old now. 
I said, Brother Roy, I said, we'll be relying on your prayers. He said, Brother Andrew, don't worry. I pray three times a day, nine, 12, and three. And he said, the whole time I'll be praying for those meetings. Do you realize there's pastors right now on their knees praying for this meeting? Do you realize there's people around the world right now praying for your breakthrough? My God. Do you realize right now in South Africa, all around the world, people, all around the world, there's people watching this meeting. And you know what they're doing? They're praying for you. Come on, church. You ain't just got one witness behind you. You just ain't got one brother behind you. But you've got the family of Jesus Christ around the world that have put shoulder together and arm together to see you set free. To see you feel with the Holy Ghost. I say, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank God for men of God like that. And Satan, you are a liar. He said they got mad and said, Lord, are you not going to come? But then said, if you're, if you're a pastor's a God-fearing man and a Holy Ghost preacher, you stand behind him. Do you realize your pastor needs you? <laughs> oh, my. Let me just kill the meat right there in two minutes. Friends, this is an I'm just going <laughs> to. This is an age where nobody wants to be accountable. They'll miss church five weeks and never tell the pastor where they're at. I said it. I meant it. I stand behind it and I represent it. Your pastor's relying on you. Your amen could be what could give that man a breakthrough while he's preaching. Come on, church. This ain't just a camp meeting experience. This is powerhouses. This is powerhouses of the gospel of Jesus Christ being raised up all over the world to be an ensign that the living God is still real. The Bible says, stay with me, I'm just about done. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again. Now watch, corruption set in in 72 hours. Three days, his body was already corrupting. He was laying in a grave. He was stinking. He was rotting. And he was corrupting. Three days. And on the fourth day, Jesus shows up. And Martha ran out there and squared her shoulders back and said, I'll tell you one thing. Prophet God said, that's the 1951 version of a woman. Oh, God, I'm killing it real quick, ain't I? (laughs) I'll tell you one thing. You didn't show up when we wanted you. He said, no, Martha ran out there and fell down. She fell down and began to worship. You know what? She wasn't an understander. She was a believer. She could not understand why that he waited four days, but she believed. She believed. She believed that if he waited five days, if he waited ten days, he was still Jehovah Jireh. He walked up there. She said, surely Lazarus will raise again in the general resurrection. Surely. Surely he'll raise in that resurrection. Jesus saith unto her, I am 
the resurrection. I am the resurrection. You're not a man over 50 years old and you said you knew Abraham before Abraham was. I am. Come on, church. Before Abraham was, I am. And here stands, I am. And says, the master has come and is called for thee. Martha probably read the testimony of the Shunammite woman where her son died out by a heat stroke. But she knew that that Shunammite woman knew that God was God. Can I have just a few minutes here? God was God. God was in his servant, his prophet Elijah. And she said, my, if God was in Elijah, then surely God's got to be in Jesus. I feel like dancing on that one. If God was in his servant Elijah, then surely God is in his son Jesus. Surely that is more than a man. Oh, he was a man when he went to the tomb and he cried. He was a man when he wept. He was a man when he stood there and boo-hooed because Lazarus had died because he was part man. But a prophet of God said, but then he straightened his shoulders back. Squared his shoulders back. Stood up flat-footed. Looked down at that grave. And said, Lazarus. Nobody's watching. Lazarus. Well, there, there, Martha, Martha. turn your head, look around, though. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. And a man that had been dead in the ground for four days, nose rotting, done fell in, soul out somewhere, laying, don't you video this, in a grave. Heard the voice of the resurrection behind a stone that was very thick, behind a complex, behind pornography, behind depression, behind suicidal spirits. He heard his voice and he come out of the grave. His nose wasn't falling in. His body wasn't speaking. He come out of the grave. Oh, devil, get out of my way because here's about 500 young people that's coming out of the grave. We're coming out of the grave this morning. Satan, you can't hold us. Satan, you can't bind us. What you took off of us, God is going to restore to us. Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, let these young people come free in the name of Jesus. Come forth. Come forth. It's 
your hour. It's your resurrection. It's your morning. It's the rising of the Son of God. Lazarus comes forth. But there's one problem. He's bound in a symbol of what he just come out of. Because grave clothes, grave clothes is a symbol of the grave. Bible says on the temple day he went in and sat down on the Sabbath, picked up the scroll and began to read. Preach the year of deliverance, preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Set the captives free, bind up the brokenhearted, preach deliverance unto the captives. Mark 16 says, Oh devil, I'm not done. Quit pushing against me. The devil don't like this. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the devil. He went in there and he began to preach deliverance. Mark 16 says, go you in all the world, lay your hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Prophet of God said a few years ago, they debated that until an x-ray machine was laid on somebody, and a Holy Ghost anointed preacher had his hands laying on them, and the x-ray machine testified something was going on in there. Brother... Brother, I can lay my hands up on you. Brother Donnie can lay his hands up on you. Brother Tim, Brother Joe, any of these other preachers can lay their hands up on you. But let me tell you something. It's more than the hand of Joe Adams. It's more than the hand of Andrew Glover. It's more than the hand of Donnie Reagan. It's more than the hand of Tim Pruitt. It's the hand of Jesus Christ. It's the mighty God has veiled himself inside of these vessels. We read Mark 16. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me just a second. Oh, we got plenty of time. Lay hands on the sick. They shall recover, right? But there's another part of that that I just want to seek and preach and testify the devil about this morning. And they shall cast out devils. They shall cast out devils in what name? Do all that you do in word and in deed in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Branham said in Luke chapter 4, said he read that, that, Brother Branham said he read that, said but he didn't finish it. He read it but he didn't finish it. You know why he didn't finish it? Because there was another portion to it. What was that portion? If you go read it in the book of Isaiah 61, that portion is that out of thee a praise shall arise. Now I want to tell you something. Every one of us have got a praise. Every one of us, ah, God. 
I can't even hardly preach right now. Every one of us have got a praise inside of us. And God just don't want my praise. God just don't want Brother Tim's praise. God just don't want Brother Brother Michael's praise. Come on, church. God just don't want Brother Craig's praise. But God wants your praise. Why do you say that? Because I praise him one way. You praise him another way. But the thing is, it's still giving praise to him. And Lazarus stands there, bound in those grave clothes. He's standing in the presence of God. He's standing in the presence of the resurrection. He's standing in the presence of a God man who just called him out of the grave that the soul knew its master or its maker and corruption knew its master. His nose is back on his face. His body's not stinking. He's standing there. But there's one problem. What's that problem? He's bound in grave clothes. And he's not standing there. Oh, let's all praise him. Brother, something inside of him couldn't contain himself. But you see, his past. I'm going to slay this devil and I'm going to eat. His past. Come on, church. His past still had him bound. He had life. He was freed from the grave. But his past. Where he had been. What he had been involved in. What had happened to him still had him bound. And more than anything, Brother Tim, he was just wanting to praise God. More than anything, Brother Wesley was just wanting to give God some praise. More than anything, he was just wanting to worship the resurrection. And because there was life on the inside of him. The life that was on the inside of him contacted with the life that was on the inside of his resurrection. And said, I want to praise you. I want to praise you. But I can't praise you. God said, don't worry. I'm going to make a way for you too. Y'all didn't hear me. God said, don't worry. I'm going to make a way for you to praise him. Do you want to praise the Lord? 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 If you want to praise the Lord, don't worry. He'll make a way for you to praise him. He looked at him. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He stood up bound. Oh, but I love these next words. Loose him. Take your hands off of him. He belongs to me. Loose him. Satan, take your grips off of him. Loose him and let him... grave clothes fell and a man that was dead began to shout 
and he looked back and his past was laying on the ground. He looked back and his past was under. May I announce to you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, it's as though you never even done it in the first place. I say this morning, Satan, take your hands off of God's property. Satan, take your hands off of God's children. Satan, take your hands off of my nose. Who the Son is set free is free indeed. I say loose them and let them go in the name of Jesus Christ. House of hell, give way, grave clothes, fall off, scars, lead bodies, scars, lead minds. In the name of Jesus, you're defeated, Satan. For the glory of God, I command every filthy spirit, get out of this building. I'm free. I'm free. Fear can't hold me. I'm free. Stars can't hold me. What happened to me? It can't hold me no more. Cause I'm free. Oh, go ahead, sis. Just praise him. Call us a holy roller. Call us what you want to. But call us free. can't go back if I wanted to because my God said he would not just he would not just free my enemy he said he would destroy him that's where I was but look where I am now my God, Brother Tim, I'm trying to quit. That's where I was. But look where I am now. They said I would never make it. But here I am, devil. They said I wouldn't be saved. But here I am, devil. They said I'd never shout. But watch this, devil. They said I'd never dance. But watch this, devil. They said I'd never go into rapture. Stand back and watch, devil. They said my past was too bad, but stand back, Satan, in the name of Jesus, and watch the Jehovah Jireh come down in this building and bring life out of every vessel. This is more than a man. This is Jesus Christ. I hear it. What do you hear? I hear creaking. I hear popping. I hear rocking. And I hear rolling. I hear devil's knees shaking. Brother, I don't mind telling you right now. If the devil don't like this, I really don't care. Because you make the welcome guest welcome. You don't go out of your way to make an unwelcome guest welcome, do you? You know why? Because he ain't welcome. But somebody that's welcome, you make him feel welcome. And you know what, Satan? You ain't welcome here this morning. 
You ain't welcome here tonight. You ain't welcome in the morning. You ain't welcome to get back on my bus. You ain't welcome to get back in my van. You ain't welcome to get back in my car. Oh, but the lovely Lord Jesus. Oh, the lovely Lord Jesus. He's more than welcome. He's welcome in my heart. He's welcome in my feet. He's welcome in my hands. He's welcome in my mind. He's welcome all over me. Somebody just make him welcome. Loose them and let them go. God have mercy. Satan, you're a liar. Justified. I've been justified. Anybody been justified? I've been justified. I've been sanctified. And devil, you said I'd never get the Holy Ghost. Watch this. Listen here, David's wife. You ain't welcome here this morning. Stand on the porch and criticize us all you want to. Get on the internet and criticize us all you want to. But we're going to tell you the same thing David told you thousands of years ago. If you don't like this, watch this. If you don't like that, watch this. Is there any young sister here this morning that can say, devil, you tried to control my passion. You tried to control my mind. You tried to bind me under some affair. You tried to bind me under some, some false courtship. But in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Is there a brother here that can say, Satan, you tried to take my, my, my righteousness away from me, which is the Lord Jesus, but you ain't ever doing it again. Loosen and let him go. Lazarus, go ahead and praise him. Lazarus, go ahead and lift up those redeemed hands. My, won't you just raise your hands all over this building? Loose them this morning and let them go in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Andrew, my past is still holding on to me. I command you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, not a man's command, but God's command. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Brother, if you don't hear anything I say this morning, hear this. Sister, if you don't hear anything else I say, hear this this morning. Your past is gone. I didn't say that. The Word said that. Stop worshiping God with your past and your memory. Stop worshiping God with what you did wrong in the back part of your mind. I say this morning, you're free. Brother Andrew, 
How do I know it? How do I know I'm free? Because I shouted? No. Because I ran the aisles? No. Because I danced? No. Because something happened. On the inside of my soul. Brother, what did we break into? God have mercy. I got to quit. What did we break into this morning? We broke into another realm. We broke into another dimension. Come on, church. John didn't say go down. He said come up higher. Prophet of God said there's seven dimensions. He said God dwells in the seventh dimension, which is the highest dimension. Come up higher. Get closer to that dimension. Satan, be careful. Be careful. Your power is limited. You say, Brother Andrew, what is this sacred feeling I'm feeling? I'll tell you what it is. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Because I want to tell you this. The devil did not win. The devil didn't win this morning. He ain't going to win tonight. He ain't going to win in the morning. He ain't going to win when you get back home. He ain't going to win when you get back to your home church. He ain't going to win when you get back to school. Because the devil is the loser. He's the loser this morning. He's defeated this morning. And I'm forgiven. I've been forgiven. He didn't let the devil win. Oh, he didn't let the devil win. He didn't let the devil win. He didn't let the devil win. Oh, he didn't let the devil sing it now. Oh, he didn't let the devil. Sing it to him this morning. He didn't let the devil win. He didn't let the devil win. Sing it now. Oh, he didn't let the devil win. Yeah, he didn't let the devil win. The devil win. He didn't let the devil win. Sing it now. Let the devil win. Oh, he didn't let the devil win. He didn't let the devil win. You say, Brother Andrew, why are you singing that? Because the devil thought he won. The devil really thought he won. He 
He thought he won with Lazarus. He thought he won with Rahab. He thought he won with Samson. He thought he won with Shamgar. But the devil, (laughs) the devil didn't win because I can't lose. You can't lose. We can't lose this battle. The name is already in the Lamb of the Lion. We're already sealed in. We're already. Oh, oh, yeah. He didn't let the devil win. We're sealed this this morning. Sing it this way. He didn't let the devil in. He didn't let the devil in. See, the devil's mad right now because he can't get in. He's mad right now because he can't get in. He wants to bring that fear back home. He didn't let the devil in. But you've been sealed by the Holy Ghost. He can't get back in. He can't get in if he wants to. stand here this morning and just to tell you some of y'all done lost yours too this is our this is our time God has called our name God has called us for a time such as this Brother Andrew Is it really 
something more than emotion. When I crossed here that night, that was 2009. This is 2019. And he's more real to me today than he was that night. And young people, if you've been waiting for the service of the Caroline, today's the day. But Andrew, I don't know if I'm going to get free. You're already free. You just got accepted. Get somewhere today and just get along with the Lord. Get somewhere today and just say, Lord, help me, dear God, that when I cross through that prayer line tonight, help me, dear God, not to come through begging. Help me to come through accepting. Help me just to come through tonight and accept what you've already done. Brother Isaac Hatfield and I was in New Zealand in December. That's where I heard that song. You know why it means so much to me? It's because it was in a meeting there that a young girl had let a demon get a hold of her. A demon had got a hold of that girl so strong that she laid in the floor. Brother Isaac was there. She laid in the floor, rolling around. Devil spoke out of her, said she's gone. She'll never come back. People praying for her. We was down praying. And while I was praying, I was knelt down. I was just saying in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan turned loose, looser, let her go in the name of Jesus. And while I was praying, that devil spoke. Listen, friends, the devil's, the devil's real. The devil spoke out and said, she's gone. And I said, but in the name of Jesus Christ, by the word, she will return. And when I said that, that devil spoke out and said, what word? I heard it with an audible voice right there. I don't know if anybody else heard it or not, but I heard it. And I turned and picked up a Bible, Brother Tim, and I handed it to a sister right there. And I said, Sister, take this Bible and lay it on that young girl's body. And she laid that Bible on her body, and I said, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, by this word, the word of the living God, I command you to come out of this daughter of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother, that devil had to leave. And that young girl, Brother Donnie, got up off the ground and kicked her shoes off and began to dance. A dance of victory. Brother, victory is already in the meeting this morning. We didn't work this victory up. Jesus Christ brought it in here. We just heard the call come forth. In the name of Jesus Christ, loose him and let him go. Listen. Bow our heads together and humble our spirits in the presence of the Lord. Won't you just right now take it up on your heart, these words. God is delivering his people. Meditate upon that today. God is delivering his people. Heavenly Father, all across this building this morning, hands have been lifted. All across this building this morning, hearts have jumped for joy. But oh, how hell must be nervous right now. How demons of cancer and demons of high blood pressure 
How demons of juvenile diabetes, demons of suicide, and demons of oppression. Dear God, as I sat this morning and heard your prophet preach, and he said, I work in the realm of spirits. He said, church, I know what demons are. And he began to stand there and describe different demons. He said, the demon of deafness looks like this, and it comes in, and it's a transparent band. You can't see it. Wraps itself around the nerve. Cuts off the flow. He said, I've seen that demon leave. He said, another demon looks like this, a scary creature. He said, I've seen that leave. He said, but oh, I've seen that spirit of oppression. He said, now that demon looks like a cloud. He said, it comes in and it begins to try to push and begin to push. He said, but in the name of Jesus Christ, there is a greater cloud. It's the pillar of fire. And that spirit will push against that oppression. And dear God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ that you would bind the hand of every demon. Lord, I pray that these young people this morning that have shouted and have rejoiced, dear God, and have poured their hearts out to you this morning. And Lord, I believe ministering spirits have been here this morning. Lord, I believe they've been moving through this building as young people were letting go of things. I believe they were taking them out of here one by one. Dear God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, there would not be one demon that would try to bring it back up on your people. And Father, if there would be one this morning, Lord, that would still be carrying something. I pray in the name of Jesus that some way, somehow, their eyes could come open, dear God. And Lord, they could see the Master has come. But He's calling for you. He's calling for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Would there be one here that could slip your hand up and say, He's calling for me. He's calling for me. He's calling for me to come up higher. As Brother Donnie said last night, He's calling for you to surrender that little besetting sin. Hallelujah. He's calling for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, let these words anchor in our hearts. Now, friends, we don't have a 10-step program. We don't have a church manual to sign. But we do have an original plan. It's called justification, sanctification, and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Prophet of God said in the future home, he said that right there is the same thing that happened to you will happen to this earth. And he said the same way Satan turned loose of his grip and had to let you go is the same way you'll have to let this earth go. Father, minister to the needs of your children today, I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Let's just raise our hands to him as brother would sing something for just a moment. Just worship him right now. Worship Him in your freedom just before we go. Oh, Lord, my God. Oh, what a beautiful song. When I'm in awesome wonder. Can you testify this back to Him today? How great Thou art. Oh, we love you today. 
today, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I see the storm.